This podcast is part of E2C Network, where we share the whole Auburn experience. War Eagle Auburn fans, and welcome to Tiger Tracks, your source for Auburn track and field and cross-country news and discussion. I'm your host, Jessica, and I'm here with my somewhat awesome husband, Kyle. Oh, it's been the season, and you brought me down to somewhat. So yep. I done something wrong. He, the only thing wrong that he did was let track and field end. How would how would I control that? I don't know. You seem to think you control everything. I mean, in fact, I was the one waving the banner on social media that folks, Auburn, you know, sports season is not over yet. Track and field is still in session. Don't forget about it. That's true. So, in fact, I didn't let it in. I kept it going. That is true. Other than so, the you athletes know what? and the coaches actually keeping it literally going. I mean, yeah, they're they're actually. But I guess you're pretty awesome. Yeah, I'm all right. That's what I thought. So here we are, two eh, all right people doing a podcast. Thank you for that. Oh. <laughs> about the 2023 NCAA Outdoor Track and Field Championship meet. And we have had the most to talk about at NCAAs probably ever. Ever. I mean, granted, I mean, I we've fair, only been right? doing this podcast five years. Well, I'm talking about for our tenure of doing Tiger Tracks, even with you and Whitney when she was here, this is the most that I think has been talked about at the NCAA championship level. Yes. And do you know what we can attribute it to? Besides sheer talent from the athletes hard work taking away all the things i was gonna say actual like you know diet exercise dedication all those things yeah what what can we attribute it to a brand new head coach there you go just saying i mean it's obviously he comes in and then things change a little bit not to take anything away from coach spry but you know sometimes a new little bit of change is good change is sometimes good change was not good for the football team for the past two years Change the right change is good, and so far, to one, be fair, our football team wasn't very good before that. We're not going to go <gasps> down the road. First of all, I just knew it would get his go. The right change, and given this certain amount of time, we can make that statement. Thus far, with the body of work that Coach Leroy Burrell has, with one season of cross country, one season of indoor, and one season of outdoor track under his belt, and the rest of the coaches and staff, looks pretty good so far. Killing it. So. Let's move on. First thing we're going to talk about are the actual meat results, right? So, is that what we do every episode? <laughs> so, this meet took place June 7th through 10th at Mike A. Meyer Stadium, which I think is hilarious. Yeah. At the University of Texas campus in Austin, Texas. But I'm curious where your mind went. Did it go to Michael Myers, the murderer, or Michael Myers, the jokester? There's a murderer named Michael Myers. Michael Myers, Halloween. Oh, a fake murderer. Yeah. I thought you were talking about a true crime episode that I haven't watched. No, I'm talking that about would be Halloween. Rare. That's psycho. Never mind, you know. But yeah. Where did your mind go with that one? Mike Myers. Which one? The comedian or the, the, comedian. Or the murderer? Okay, there you go. That's what I was just curious where your mind went because you obviously had a reaction to it too. Anyway, that's our first tangent of the show. Anyway, so as a reminder, prior to the NCAA championships, there were the regionals, right? Right. So... The top 12 athletes from each region earned a spot to compete in the championships. So there were 48 competitors in each event. I will not repeat that again. So (laughs) there is no sense in me saying they placed whatever out of 48 athletes. Okay. So just simplifying things for the final episode. Yes. Just throwing that out there. Um, Obviously, we have the top of the top to talk about. And Kyle, I'm going to let you start it off with. It's my voice. 
the cows plus Eric or <laughs> it sounds so bad. I don't I don't know what their band name would be uh, like that, Eric and the Kyles. No, it, it's got to be something better than that. Here's what I am pitching to anybody out there listening to this. I need a you can tweet at me at Kyle Loomis 24 on Twitter. I need a name for the band that is Kyle Moisen, Kyle Brown and Eric Ebel. The thrower, the men throwers. For I feel like they'd have a good band name, and we're just not thinking of. Oh, it. there's a great one out there. It's just not coming to me right now. All right, so you want me? To, you want me to start with them? I want you to start with them I'm because about my boys. you love throws. I love throwing you. Things. Love your name, Kyle. I do. It's a good name. I'll. <laughs> <laughs> <Just. laughs> broke Jessica. All right, while Jessica recovers herself. <laughs> <laughs> she's gone in the background just go. uh the hammer throw three individuals to talk about kyle moisten plays 17th overall with a pr throw of 67.38 meters he earned an honorable mention all america honors kyle brown finished 21st with his throw of 66.17 meters earning an honorable mention as well Season best, 65.35 meters at the SEC Championship. So just a little bit below that SEC mark that he had here at the national stage. Eric Ebel placed 22nd with a throw of 65.95 meters. Also awning, awning, earning mm-hmm. honorable mentions. Uh, his season best was at the SEC Championships. But still a great performance by this trio and happy that they all got to be together in Austin. It is such an interesting concept that two of the athletes, Kyle Brown and Eric, earned their season best at SEC Championships. Yeah. And our final Kyle got his PR at the NCAAs. So the final two meets of the season, well, three meets, I guess, they had their PRs of the season. Like, Mm -hmm. that's just amazing. That's exactly what you want in these athletes, that they peak at the end of the season. Yes, they do. It's a great performance by all three of them. For the 100 meter, we had Favor O'Shea, who we all know that we have talked about a lot this season. He ran a 9.96 in the semifinal heat. He Man, won. that's fast. Yes, thank you. You sounded like Ricky Bobby. <laughs> you ain't first, you're last. He won his heat, and he was an automatic qualifier for finals. And his time of 9.96 earned him. Well, it equals the Auburn school record, so he is tied. So last year, Favor actually earned a silver medal in the 100 meter at the championship meet, Um, but he ran for University of Tennessee. Puke orange, boo. We don't want to talk about that, but that's pretty cool that he ran the same event last year and got a silver medal in it. So obviously, this is something that would be pretty near and dear to his heart. Yeah. Going to the finals, I can't imagine the pressure of having that. Mm-hmm. You know, like, ooh, last year I got silver. I already tied the school record with the semifinals time for Auburn. Like, just there's a lot of pressure, right, that you put on yourself and that others are putting on you. But so overall in the finals, um, Favor placed eighth with a time of 10.02, and he earned first team All-America honors. Awesome, awesome. First and so team. you know what? I don't think we talked about this, actually. So first team All-America honors are for the first eight athletes so he just got in that there. yes wow. that finish in any event and then places nine through 16 are second team mm-hmm. all america and then 17 through 24 Ooh, are honorable, honorable mention yeah Look so the top 24 and the context back there for yeah us. i felt like that was important it's been a little bit since this happened obviously but if you haven't i believe auburn or somebody posted the semifinal race with him winning the semifinal heat 
Boiler Man's fast. So go watch that if you haven't had So it was posted by Auburn, but it was also posted by, obviously, NCAA Track and Field and USTRCCA. I was about to say, you're going to try that one, that acronym? That's <laughs> yes, just... so all the things posted it. It was really exciting to watch. Mm-hmm. All right, our next individual in the 400-meter hurdles, Mo Impoke, she had to withdraw from the competition before hitting the first hurdle. As a reminder, uh, season best was 49.61 at the Tom Jones invite. So a little bit sad. So this is really disappointing for him. I Obviously, the fact that he withdrew before hitting the first hurdle, like it was very specific in how they worded that. So Injury? It, I mean, I don't know, but he got off the blocks. You know, yeah. he didn't false start. Yeah. He wasn't disqualified. He had to withdraw. Yeah. So you almost wonder if like he pulled a hamstring. Yeah. Just coming off those blocks Which happens really a lot with these quick starts. It does, definitely. And the way your body is positioned in those blocks, it's not uncommon or even an Achilles injury. And it's just frustrating that you work towards this moment. Yeah. And, you know, it's frustrating for NCAA championships, but think about, like, just put in bigger comparison, the Olympics. We've seen that happen oh, recently gosh. where someone pulls something in the, fi- like, right when they're in the finals yep. and they can't even compete. The Olympic trials almost just make you cry. You can't even watch them. Well, I mean... Some people can't watch them. You probably would cry. I wouldn't. I, yeah, I cannot watch the Olympic trials. I cry every time. So sad for Mo, but happy that he was there to represent us. Exactly. And happy that he wasn't disqualified. I think that's a win. And we need to be proud that it wasn't a disqualification. Right. So then we had for the decathlon, we had John Murray, which unfortunately he had to withdraw from the competition after three events due to an injury. We know John has fought these injuries all season long. Um, But he did get to compete in three events. He ran 11.09 in the 100 meter. He jumped 6.74 meters in the long jump. And he threw 14.24 meters in the shot put. So he had a good start. Unfortunately, just couldn't finish out the competition. So the way I look at this is I wasn't expecting us to have a decathlete in the competition. Not that John wasn't doing great all season. It's just not something that Auburn typically sends there a lot, at least from our recollection. So the fact that we had him there representing is great. Glad he got to do something. Exactly. But think about it. I would hurt myself, too, just doing two of these things. He made it through three. And I think that's the thing that we have to remember is his body is not that these athletes aren't all pushing their bodies to the absolute limits, but he is pushing it in every single aspect, running, throwing, jumping. I mean, skipping, hopping, whatever you want to say. In, in every possible way, he's pushing himself. So he to me as a lay person would be more prone to injury because he's using more, more groups of muscles at different times. Not that the other athletes aren't prone to injuries as well from repeating the same motions over and over and Mm -hmm. over, but having multiple different sets of muscle groups, you're obviously increasing your chances of an injury. Truly a full body workout 10 times over. If you think about it. All right, back to some throwing things. You know, I love this Mara Hewalt in the javelin. Uh, placed 19th with a mark of 49.02 meters. This was her first time competing in the NCAA championships in the javelin throw. We've seen Mara do a lot of events, discus, all different things for the throwing events, but to see her get here for javelin is awesome. She got an honorable mention for All-America Honors. Remember, her season best was a 52.99 meter toss throw javel javel is it javel I'm, I'm gonna go with toss let's let's not make up words at the crimson invitational so your she favorite do- she dominated the garbage heap that is over there in west alabama okay but anyway uh congratulations tomorrow getting those all america honorable mention honors absolutely so moving on to the hammer throw with maddie malone she finished second overall and earned a new 
Auburn school record with a throw of 72.37 meters. And just as a reminder, <laughs> Maddie was the previous school record holder right. as well. So in reading about this event, it was really neat to watch uh, or to read, I guess not watch, um, to read her commentary about it and her coach's commentary because the whole season long, I guess they kept saying 70 meters, 70 meters, 70 meters. That was her goal to mm-hmm. get 70 meters. So Boy, all, did you. <laughs> all six of her throws in the championship meet, all six of them were over 70 meters and all six of them were PRs. Mm. She had never thrown this far at all. And so to see her finish out her, not just her time at Auburn, but her track and field season, like just everything with that amazing PR of 72.37 meters, get the silver medal, get first team All-America honors, and earn an Auburn school record. Like, I personally can't see anybody beating that for a really long time. She has definitely set the benchmark her entire year years that she's been here and has left a lasting impression here getting the silver medal for Auburn at the national stage. Expected nothing less. It was just mundane sometimes. It's like, well, Maddie won another toss or got a second place amongst all these other great individuals, you know. It might have been habitual. It was. But it was never boring. It, never boring. It was always way. exciting to watch. And this is why it's exciting. Because even on her last meet, she's gotten six PRs, you know? Like, think about in that. One, in one, like, series one of days, yeah. Yes. Every throw is further than the last. Well, let's talk about an- another one that we've had a joy to- uh, mentioning over the past few years and stuck around for another year in the high jump Dontavious Hill. Finished 12th with a jump of 2.16 meters. He won second team All-America honors. Second best mark of 2.2 zero meters at the texas invite was actually his season best season best excuse me i said second season the season best was back at the texas invite so just a little bit short here at the national championships of that season best thus far but still a great performance by don tavius hill getting second team honors for him yeah absolutely finishing 12th out of the nation that's that's what you have to remember like this isn't just any meat this is nationals this is the best of the best so really sad to see Dontavius go and we're not done with the high jump though we are not we had Sanaa Barnes she finished fifth overall well she tied for fifth with a season best jump of 1.84 meters and it's so interesting to me when you have a tie in at the national meet mm-hmm. but there was no way to break it like you watch the results you look at the results and Literally, she and the other athlete that tied, they were mark for mark. Every single jump, yeah. they cleared it in the same number of attempts. They missed it the same number. Like, just everything was wild. So, last year, just as a point of reference, so this year she finished fifth. Last year, she finished fourth in the high jump at the NCAAs when she was at Villanova. Yeah. So, very interesting that two of our athletes were at different schools competed in both of their events at nationals last year and then came and competed again at Auburn. Yeah. So. And without the context of knowing where she was previously and how she did last year, to me, this is probably the surprise for people at an NCAA championships for Auburn because we knew about names like Don Tavius Hill. We yep. knew Maddie Malone's. We had come to know very well the season favor of Shea and we've gotten to know Barnes over the time that she's been here. But, you know, finishing fifth, Tied for fifth, still. That's incredible. And so that's a, you know, that's a top five finish right there. It is. And so because, you know, last year she finished fourth, this year she finished fifth, this is her second time in a row doing that. First team All America honors. Yeah. 
So, I mean, that's a huge deal in and of itself that you've earned this two years in a row. It is. So, great performances all the way around. We were not disillusioned that we were going to win a national championship this year. Didn't have the numbers. No, no, no. We didn't have the numbers. Right. But still, it was so great to see so many familiar names and so many new names on the national stage yeah. representing the the true orange and blue not that puke orange and blue okay. all the other orange and blues out there well we know how kyle feels well i mean just saying look we got the prettiest set of orange and blue navy and burnt orange get Anywho. it right anyway sorry it is kind of sad though that like my favorite season is done it is done but it goes all year pretty well some version of running and track and field goes but all not season Auburn. i know so we do have a little bit of a wait, and they actually haven't announced the 2023-24 cross-country season that usually comes, schedule It yet. usually comes pretty late. It does, and I get it, but I'm sad. <laughs> so in, in true Kyle and Jessica fashion, we can't ever do anything in a short, you know, short amount of time. So let's just talk about the year that we just had. Just Our round it out. first year with... Leroy Burrell, yep. who now, we've talked about. And that's the big highlight probably too, is that's our first year with him seeing what he was going to do with the program. And and honestly, I think one of my favorite things that has truly nothing to do with the actual athletes and their performances, because that is a big part of it. But I love seeing these little things that make a big difference. Mm-hmm. We went to Texas a lot. Yeah, We went out to Houston, to his old stomping grounds, yep. to a meet that was extremely personal, you know, in mm-hmm. honor of his late son. Um, but to see all of these actual meets that we went to that we've never gone to before and to see that extra layer of competition was awesome. And I really appreciate that he brought that to the team. I appreciate that he brought in some new coaches Mm -hmm. that we haven't worked with before. And retained some very familiar names too. And that was exactly going to be my next point. Coach Ebel. Cross country. Scott Richardson. Yep. Still around. Coach Kent. Yep. Yeah. Oh, Kent with cross country. I get them too mixed up sometimes. I know. He's just going to let you go with it. But I knew that they both were still around. But yeah. yeah so. But I think it's it's really important as a new leader I to the lay people like us yeah. who have nothing to do with the program at a hands-on level. Mm-hmm. It is so nice to see not just the new come in, but to also retain some of the old and, and just, just see how they can marry together. Yep. So that's that's obviously the big highlight of the season. Indoor season, if we can remind you just for a second about some great things that happened. Maddie Ballone, Dontavious Hill, Kyle Brown all competed at the 2023 Indoor Track and Field Championship meet. Maddie placed eighth in the women's hammer throw, so she did just a little bit better in the championships for outdoor, but still a great performance there at indoor. Well, she was in the weight throw in indoor. Oh, that's true. See, so yeah, I'm getting those things. This is when you try to retrospect back and you had forgotten about a few of these things, it... Messes yeah. up your mind a little bit. It does. Uh, Kyle Brown placed fifth in the men's weight throw as well. So a great performance there for him. It is so interesting. And you can just tell that these are three absolutely phenomenal athletes that they competed in both indoor and outdoor yep. nationals. Yep. And let's not forget about cross country. Ryan Kinane led the way as our only qualifier in NCAA a cross-country championship meet for 2022 season. He finished 89th overall of 255 runners and earned the USTF CCCA all-region team. <laughs> Why do you say it? Because you just, I feel like you got to run up to it and just kind of USTFCCA. Because if I don't, I'm going to stutter, you know? Well, anyway, but yeah, it's it's wild thinking back like over this running year, right? And throwing. And throwing and, and all of the things. But you don't think a lot about, we forget about cross country because a lot of our cross country athletes aren't necessarily track and field. 
Well, so, I don't want us to ever dismiss um, cross country for being cross country. It is almost kind of like the warm up for a lot of people to leading towards like distance running and track and field stuff. But it's a great way to start I used getting. I hate your, when people said that. I know, but what I'm what I let me go where I was going with that. It's a great way for you to go and familiarize yourself with some of these names that you're going to be seeing track and field and get invested in a team that is a NCAA sanctions, not the right word, uh, commissioned. Anyway, they are a legitimate team that a lot of people forget about. That's part of Auburn's repertoire. It's programs. a legitimate sport that their sport is actually most other sports punishment. Let's yeah. not forget that. That's yeah, I never thought about that before. But I used to have a t-shirt that said, my sport is your sports punishment. Oh man, that makes me look at it in a whole new different way. But it's true, right? Yeah. Like when you did something bad in football, you missed a play or you jumped off the line or whatever people in football do <laughs> that's going. bad. I was going to let you keep digging <laughs> a hole there. Yeah, I got my auger. Um, <laughs> you know, you run laps. You go out and you run laps. That's what your coach makes you do. It does. These guys do that for fun. It is certainly something that people do for some things, not me. I mean, <laughs> but I appreciate that. First of all, sheer raw talent. Yeah. Insane amounts of hard work, effort, dedication, all that that none of us have. Right. Uh, you know, just absolutely incredible. So, all that to say that this was an amazing 2022 23 season. A lot of new stuff. Lots of new stuff. And we really look forward to seeing even more new stuff with Coach Burrell's second season with Auburn. Um, so, I guess that'll until cross country, that'll do it. And I'll try not to cry. War Eagle. War Eagle. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode on the E2C Network. On your way out, I want to remind you to stop by E2Cnetwork.com. It's your one-stop shop for all our content across our podcast, YouTube channel, and much more. To stay up to date with us, make sure you're following social media accounts such as Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. While our content here may always be Auburn sports heavy, if it's orange and blue, it's what we do. War Eagle.